Have you ever noticed how celebrities have brighter, whiter looking eyes? Their makeup artists have a little secret in their kit. Lumify Redness Reliever Eye Drops. Lumify dramatically reduces redness in just one minute. It literally happens right before your eyes to help them look brighter, whiter, and more awake for up to eight hours. No wonder it's so loved by influencers, celebrities, and makeup artists, and has over 6,000 five-star reviews on Amazon. Lumify is also the number one eye doctor recommended redness reliever eye drop, and it's FDA approved. No bleach, no dyes, plus it's made by the eye care experts at Bausch & Lomb. So whether you're on set, on a date, or running on just a few hours of sleep, you can have eyes that look brighter and whiter with Lumify eye drops. When you try it, you'll see that it's what your eyes have been looking for. Check out lumifyeyes.com to learn more. Hi guys, I'm Emma. And I'm Julie. And today we are joined by one of our favorite people, pop culture expert, co-host of E! News, the one and only Justin Sylvester. I hope that I meet a man who's as excited to see me as you are right now. Because you guys really, like, every time I'm like, I'm, I'm looking behind me thinking, like, Jamie Foxx is here or something. No, you are my Jamie Foxx. Don't get really excited about this shit. And I'm here for it. It's just, I, we were just saying right before we started, Julie and I have not recorded in person together in three years. You are our first in-person guest, and it feels so fitting that it's you. I, and by the way, when I walked in, how long has it been since we have recorded here together? Years. Three years. years. Yeah, yeah, over three years. I don't, I need to know who's managing y'all because y'all <laughs> look so rich right now. Like they, when I came in here the first time, we were talking a ponytail. She was in a scrunchie. <laughs> Baby girl over here was in pajamas. And now everybody looks like they went to Charlotte Tilbury right before I got here and got beat by Charlotte herself. Okay? Y'all are glowing up. Wow. This tan. Oh, my God. I, y'all are killing me right now. We had to do it for you. I mean, come on. No, you better. With. You better. So, obviously, there is so much to get into today. We have limited time with you, so we will hit the ground running. Of course, I mean, Harry and Emrata breaking and you being here just feels so meant to be. However, we need to talk about this massive transition in your life, which is since the last time we saw you, you are now co-host Crazy. of E! News. Holy shit. Let's with talk Adrian about Bailon. that. If they would have told me you're going to co-host the garbage disposal and Adrian Bailon's going to do it with you, I would have took the job. I mean, it's the most ideal combination. How does this feel? It's so weird. You know, when I first started E, an executive told me who doesn't work there anymore, she was like, don't think about E News. It's not for you. It's not your lane. Like, focus on Daily Pop, which I think was great advice for me. Some people would be like, oh, who wanted to hamper your dreams? But really, it was like, focus on, on your show, get this one going, don't even think about E! News. So in my mind, I never thought I ever had a chance. Mm-hmm. But you know, as an entertainment host and a commentator, E! News is like the holy grail. Yeah. It's like, you know, every model used to want to be a Victoria's Secret angel. That's E! News and Victoria's Secret were like neck and neck, you know, for my, for, for my profession. So I never thought it was possible. So when I heard, I... They were like, yeah, you know, you, this is potentially happening. I was like, for real? Like, right. me? Um, and it's been really great and crazy and odd. It doesn't feel real. So is it what you expected or did you maybe not have an expectation? No, I knew exactly what to expect. Yeah. Because we used to film Daily Pop at like 10 a.m. And by 1.30, we would be done. But E! News with Jason Kennedy mm-hmm. would be filming at the same time. So I would go downstairs and just watch them go at it for an hour and a half. And they were so amazing and so on point 
that, you know, it just, it was very inspirational to watch Juliana and Jason do their thing because you watched them on TV when we were in college. Of course. And it's nuts. And I expected it. It's a lot harder than I really expected, but now I'm finally in the game. You feel like you're getting... I could have done Daily Pop with my eyes closed twice a day. Because I had been on it for five years. I knew what she was. It's like a kid. You know exactly what she is. When she coos this way, she needs this. When she growls this way, she needs that. E! News was like a whole different child. I didn't know what was going on. But after the first month, I was like, all right, I'm ready. Let's go. It's so fitting. Like before when we were talking about how we have like, first of all, an incredible pop culture week to discuss right now. But we're like, who is the equivalent of like being able to sit down and talk about this with that like equates to Justin? And we're like, Fauci during COVID. Like, <laughs> you are our fucking Fauci. Oh my God. Am I your Dr. Fauci? Yes, yes. honestly. Am I your expert? I would put you in charge of COVID. Right? Oh my God. And it's so crazy because I was on the Today Show today. I do the Today Show every two weeks. The scoop. Yeah, I'm just dropping that. You heard that. Mm -hmm. Make sure you keep that in the podcast. (laughs) I do the scoop every two weeks. And it's so funny to sit across from Hoda, somebody who I have watched for years. And when you're sitting across from her talking celebrity gossip, she is focused on you. Like you're giving the stat, like like literally like you're Dr. Fauci right. and you're talking about what's happening in the world right now. And it's just so fun to bring that to New York, to bring that little piece of Hollywood to New York and have them really be into it and interested. It's it's kind of a dream come true. And I literally like literally pass out every time I'm done. Well, I think that that's one of my favorite things about you. The gratitude is never lost on you. You are consistently enthusiastic and I feel like so in the moment and so aware of what's happening. It's honestly, I think, one of your best qualities because it's so exciting to be around you because you're always so excited about what you're doing. Well, you guys get it. You guys get it. You guys eat, sleep, and breathe pop culture, which is why when Scandal hit... I had these bitches on. I was like, get me Olivia Pope. <laughs> like, get me the Olivia Pope of, of reality TV. Comments by celebs. Oh, yeah, let's tell them. I get a call. You guys know I was in Vermont when that happened. I have no cell service. I'm getting a call from Justin. I can't answer it. He's You're on the phone with Julian Isabel. <laughs> I had more three ways going than Raquel and Tom at this point. Okay. <laughs> I was, I was going to say than Harry and yes, Olivia. <laughs> yes. I have more three ways than Jax Taylor at this point. I was connecting this line to that line. I was sitting outside of a hospital going to visit a friend, but she had to wait. I was like, I, I can see your baby later. <laughs> this is way more important. And I had to get you guys on the phone because I needed to talk to people who were into it. And I feel like that's why you guys have like garnered so much respect is because your audience knows that you guys are into it. And when I need an opinion about stuff <laughs> on my show, bitch, I'm stealing from y'all. Well, that is just the it's ultimate, crazy. ultimate compliment. I'm stealing We're, from you guys. No, we are so lucky to all be here together. And honestly, to see you in person, it's just a dream. I'm so happy to, to have you And here. let's tell the full truth. Let's tell the full truth. Yeah. We were going to start a podcast together we were. before COVID. We were. And y'all robbed the people of something great. (laughs) We need to bring it back. It's not robbed yet. It's not robbed yet. We just had to put some shit on the back burner. That got a little, are you kidding me? You want to tell us, let's go to LA and do that episode. We have the outlines done. Girl, we were ready. We researched it. We had the outlines done. We trademarked it. We were ready to go. Yeah. 
By the way, just so you know, we are still 100% in, if that is something you're... I am down. I will do it with you guys in two seconds. Okay, well, then it's I'm done. just letting you guys okay, know. Okay, well, that's amazing. Don't tempt me and with a good time. it's their fault if it doesn't happen. I'm letting everyone out there know right now. I, You know what? I'm okay with having that on the record because I think it will serve as subconscious motivation to really get I need it done. that accountability. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, let's talk about let's it. Let's do it. Well, you guys heard it here first. All right. <laughs> Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I feel like makeup in general and specifically a daily makeup routine is so personal and that we've all kind of gotten down to a science, what works for us, what we need before we leave the house, like where do we feel our most comfortable? And for me on a daily basis, I wear really, really minimal makeup. I actually think I feel the most comfortable with the least amount of makeup, but my two Holy Grail products always have been, I think always will be are mascara and lip gloss, maybe a little highlight on the inner corner if I'm feeling crazy, but Honestly, whether you are fresh face, full glam, wherever you fall, you have probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. It's the one in that turquoise tube that you see all over social media. So Thrive Cosmetics beauty products are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, made with clean, skin-loving ingredients, high-performance and trademark formulas, and uncompromising standards. They have a lot of great products, but the one I want to focus on is the Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. First of all, it lasts all day without clumping, smudging, or flaking, which I'm telling you right now, I have a zero tolerance policy for flaking with my mascara. Like I'm just not trying to put you on my lashes if you're going to flake. And they have a flake-free tubing formula that dramatically lengthens and defines your lashes from root to tip. So it kind of looks like lash extensions without the damaging glue or salon prices. Also super easy removal, slides right off with warm water and a washcloth, no soap required. And it has nourishing ingredients that support longer, stronger, and healthier looking lashes over time. It's just like very much worth the hype. I had seen it a lot. And once I tried it, I was like, oh, okay, this is why I see it everywhere. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash CBC. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash CBC for 20% off your first order. Okay, so of course the biggest story we're starting with today, Harry Styles and Emily Ratajkowski seen making out against a minivan on the street of Tokyo. A minivan. A minivan. The minivan. A mattress. Yeah. (laughs) I've done that. We've all done that. We've all done that. I just didn't think Harry Styles did that, you know? In Paris, in Paris when you order Uber, it's always a black mattress. That's a silver one. But we have all been in Paris and making out with the dude next to Uber. But we've never gotten caught. But by the way, also, neither has Harry. I feel like he's... I, I feel like there has been a lot of Chrysler Pacificas in his future, in his past. <laughs> I feel like he's really done it. Possibly, it's just that we've never seen. I mean, the th- I would say one of Harry Styles' defining qualities is his privacy in terms of him, his perception as a celebrity. But when you meet, I'm going to say meet in quotes because we're going to talk about that too. He said in 2014 that his celebrity crush, Mm -hmm. his dream girl was Imrata. I'm telling you right now, if I see Brad Pitt on the corner of 34th and Madison and there is a minivan next to me and he says, let's do it. 
I don't care if it's broad daylight. I don't care if Ryan Seacrest is reporting live from the scene. Exactly. We're about to get it on. <laughs> if Jason Momoa was in this room, I'll do it with you guys right the fuck here. <laughs> if Jason Momoa was in this room, I would order a brown wig and I would I'd be your doppelganger. I'm getting some too. Okay. Exactly. So yeah, that's a good way to start. No shame in any of this. I know there's a None. lot of discussion about the publicity of it. Obviously, as consumers of this shit, we could not be more here for it. I just think let's get into the background for a second. So Harry, of course, is on this tour. He had two shows in Tokyo, March 24th and March 25th. This video is from Saturday, March 25th. Let's also just backtrack in knowing that his split from Olivia was announced in November. Yes. Okay. Coincidentally, around the same time that Emrata and her ex-husband's divorce was announced. Yes. Although they had been having issues since sometime in July. Which brings us back to a very important date, which is July 5th, 2022. Emrata and Olivia Wilde spotted sitting together at Harry's show in Paris. Okay. So what? So what? Nothing to think of at the time. It's called VIP. We now have these resurfaced submissions from Dumois about Harry, Olivia, and Emrata having potentially a threesome originating. Also here for it. Of course here for it. Also originating at the show in Paris. So we had heard rumblings of this. And now seeing this, Keep in mind, having just seen Emrata and Olivia Wilde very comfortably together at the Vanity Fair party, you know, March 12th, we know that they're all friends. And just now to get this video while we have this information, it complicates things in a very interesting but way. But friends are friendly. Yes. Are, you know what I mean? Like, when you see celebs sitting together at a concert or at some event, it's not because they requested to sit next to each yes. other. It's because rich people all sit in the same scenario. If you get a ticket to a concert and I get a ticket to a concert and we're both A-list celebrities, they're going to sit us right near one another. Totally. So I think they were friendly. I don't think that they were friends enough to where I would feel bad about Imrata hooking up. I would be pissed, okay? I would be mad if another woman was hooking up with my ex just because I'm a Scorpio and I'm jealous. But I don't think they were that close of friends is what I'm trying to say. Well... Let's explore the threesome angle for a second. Of course, all of these Dumois rumors have come out now, like that the Paris show was a precursor or a result of a threesome between them. And Emrata's d split wasn't finalized. The divorce wasn't finalized till September, but it was announced in July. Yes. So very close timeline-wise. Well, shame on them for bringing the hottest woman in the world right. into... Like, by the way, this is... This is my game plan for everything. Like, when I see people who have nannies that are hot, I'm like, silly you. Why would you invite this hot girl into your house to care for your children in front of your husband? Mm -hmm. I feel the same way about a three-way. I would never invite that vixen into it. No. It's got to be somebody you don't know and somebody you can't get a hold of and somebody who's not that cute. It's funny you say that. That was always my rule in the past, if, in the idea of a threesome. I'd always say, I could be open to it as long as it's not someone that I'm familiar with. I could be familiar with them. They just can't be Amrata. I had this person tell me the other day, this therapist asked me because I was going to a relationship. I mean, um, a therapist talking about how I was single because my friends were like, oh, you should try to work it out. So I was like, okay, great. I'm going to see a therapist. I'm going to see what you know this guy has to say. And Part of the therapy, he kept on asking me about what kinds of things would I be open to, and one was a throuple. And I said, honestly, I would not mind being a guest star in something that was cute, simple, easy, two hot guys. Maybe I might join the throuple, but I want to be the guest star. 
Right. Because I feel like a lot of times people don't have boundaries when it comes to other people. So if this thing really happened and you invited a guest star that wasn't aware of the rules or you didn't know them well enough to know that they would respect the boundary, it's kind of your fault. Let's just think about it from for a second from Olivia's perspective, because as we know, her and Harry split in November, right? Do you think that she's looking at this and, you know, she's seeing this video of them. Do you think that she's pissed off while watching that or she's kind of understanding, you know what is par for the course? We split up. I had an understanding. No, November's fresh. You think? November's fresh, especially when you have the hottest man, the biggest rock star in the world. I think, after reading Angelica Houston's book, has anyone read that? Mm -hmm. No. Girl, get Angelica Houston's book and read it. It's all about basically her and Jack Nicholson and how crazy she was over this man and how she went back a thousand times. There's something about having a lover that that's, it's that hot and heated. No matter what, November seems like a long time ago, but it ain't. I don't want to see my ex making out with somebody in the street against an Uber like that, and we haven't been together since May. So here's my thing, because I, I agree with that. I also think, as we discussed earlier, you know, one of Harry's defining qualities is his commitment to privacy in the past. And even we saw with Olivia, which could definitely be because of they wanted to have as much seriousness around Don't Worry Darling as possible, given the shit. So they wouldn't even touch on the red carpet. I mean, if you watch that footage, it's like they didn't know each other. That's the angle that I think if I'm her, I'm not loving. Like here we were, we were so incognito and now you're in Tokyo drunk against the minivan. But I think that was her choice. I think she was going through the whole thing with Jason Sudeikis. I think she wanted to be taken serious as a director. I think she didn't want people to think anything nefarious was going on while she was still with her man. I think that was out of respect for her because if I'm a 20-something-year-old dude and I'm dating Olivia Wilde, guess what? I'm, sure. I'm giving you a Kelly and Mark pat on the ass. <laughs> like, I'm going to be looking at you like how Mark Consuelos looks at his wife, Kelly Ripa, okay? I think it was out of respect for her and her scenario, which probably led to the breakup because we all know that Jason Sudeikis is not making this scenario easy. Well, that's the other thing. I mean, she's... It's one thing to see that footage. It's another thing to see that footage while you're in the midst of this custody. Right, yeah. Girl, girl. It's hard. It's hard. And by the way, I feel like she's been turning it out lately, showing up. You know, she had that one boob out at Vanity Fair looking Mm -hmm. hot. And then you turn on your internet and you can't go anywhere without seeing them make out next to a goddamn mattress. I mean, also, though, removing Olivia Wilde from the equation for a second, because, like, obviously, you can't help but go there, and also, the threesome rumors are obviously fun to talk about, but we don't, that could... You don't know. You have no idea. The video alone, just Harry and Emrata, getting that video, I am walking around Saturday night in the West Village, all of a sudden, it pops up on my phone, and I'm like, first of all, it felt like Hometown Heroes episode of American Idol, like, one of our own made it out. Yes, yes. You standing right now is killing me. Because I'm about to hit you with something really hard. Tell me right now. I'm about to hit you with something really hard. Not only did she wake up and see that video, it wasn't like they saw each other on the streets of Los Angeles. It wasn't like they saw each other on the streets of LA or New York. It was in Japan. Somebody had to be invited. Somebody had to be flown out. Somebody used their Delta miles to get her there. Because ain't no way you can tell me, oh, yeah, I'm just in Japan. Are you in Japan, too? This was planned, honey. And I know Olivia Wilde's thinking about the same thing, because that's what I thought about Uh the first thing I saw. That shit was premeditated. 
Emrata's kid did not need to go to that museum in Tokyo that badly. (laughs) That was a consolation prize. (laughs) That was a consolation prize. Come on. Yeah, I know. Let's consider them just hypothetically as as a couple for a moment. Is there a world in which you could see that existing? Six yeah, I got down the line. I mean, I, I guess a cu- I'm like going purely physical. A couple, I don't know. What yes? do you think? I heard a great quote today that, yes, when the house is on fire, it's hot, but it eventually burns down. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Ugh, here's the jam with couples like that. You ultimately, when somebody's your dream girl, you have this thing, this figment of an imagination of what they're like. And yes, Imrata's hot and she's bomb and like she seems like she's this and that. And Harry Styles is the same way. You probably have this thought of what he's like and da da da. And then you like spend some time with somebody. And this happens in real life. Imagine you've seen this guy on Instagram for a long time. You've looked at his page. It's perfectly curated. He looks like he travels. He's hot. He's in. He's bomb. He's everything you ever wanted. The minute you get to know that person, the first 90 days, he's going to give you everything that he showed you on his Instagram. Mm-hmm. The minute day 91 hits, you start seeing the real him come out, and it's not what you imagine. And then all of a sudden, you start letting down your 90-day guard. Your Instagram self gets let down. And you're both two people who you didn't know. Yeah. It's, it's a bit, yes. I, Especially for celebrity. Multiply that times 100 because not only are you giving us what you think, you know, we want to see. The world is also picking it up. Every media outlet's picking it up. And it's all, you know, handy dandy. I bet you that man doesn't even carry a handbag on his days <laughs> off. Only on award shows. <laughs> No, it's it's so true, and I you know I never for one second was like considering the possibility of what this looks like six months down the road. Like it was just to me a hookup, and it's so funny because obviously everyone's now going through all of the people that Emrata has dated in the past like couple of months. We've had Brad Pitt, we've had Pete Davidson, but somebody tweeted and they were like, "I if I was Emrata, who was arguably the hottest person ever, like yeah, I would fucking collect my celebrity crushes like there were Pokemon cards too. Like yeah, it's Harry Styles today. It's gonna be someone else soon. Honey, Just that's the era she's in. And this would be her. Dungeons and Dragons if I was her, <laughs> yeah. because you know what, men do it all the time, and women should be able to do it too. Absolutely. I'm telling you, she should be able to do it. The only thing that might get in her way, mm-hmm. I'm gonna bring this up because I have a friend going through it too. If your baby daddy is a hater mm. and really wants to make your life a living hell and he knows you're about to go off with Harry Styles, he's going to be like, I can't pick up baby today. Sorry, you figure it out. Or, mm, I don't want my baby flying out to go see that baby. You have to call a judge. You know, things like that happen. When you're a single mom and your baby daddy is a hater, not saying her baby daddy is a hater, right. but yeah. I would feel some t- I would feel a little crispy if my my ex is getting with Harry Styles. 100%, although, you know, he has absolutely no leg to stand on because when you cheat on her, it's all fair game. If, By the way, I mean, ultimate revenge. Ultimate revenge. But who's cheating on Imrata? Sebastian Apparently Bear McClard. It's <laughs> so crazy. It's crazy. And look, and again, I'm going to say this again. Sometimes when it starts off with that much heat, it does last a, a pretty minute. It's true. It's true. We have no idea. I it, I agree with you, Julie. I hadn't really considered the possibilities just in this moment it came to me. I was so much more taken by that initial moment because I also think, you know, for us, right, we do this for a living, right? We consume this stuff constantly. So there is an internal scale we have of, like, how big of a deal is a story based on our visceral reaction 
when we got that video, it was like, <gasps> oh my God. When the John Legend music played in the background. And he tweeted and he, it. And he tweeted it. I was going to say that to you, by the way. Amazing move on him or his social media manager. That was a, a really organic way to capitalize. Chrissy found that video and said, John, your song's playing. Tweet that right now. Tweet yeah. that right now. The thing that I can't get over with it is like, there's so many elements here. And obviously the main one is just, they're so hot. Like watching them make out, no matter how sloppy it is, I don't give a fuck. You're drunk. You're against the van. It's going to be sloppy. I don't care who you are. The thing here that I can't get over is Harry is never like this. He's so private. And so to have this video of them making out in Tokyo was one thing. To feel like Emrata is so hot that she has the power to veer Harry so off course from what he normally would do. Like, that to me, that's what it was. But we all have that one person. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we all have that one person where we were like, I'm never going to try that. That's too much for me. And then you meet that one person. You're like, all right, one time. Don't tell nobody. I know. Like, we're going to try this tonight. <laughs> but don't tell anybody. And then you become the one suggesting it. <laughs> and then you end up liking it. Yep. It is too much. But I will say this to anyone out there listening. If I have not given you any advice, please take this piece. Don't ever date a celebrity. Especially a reality TV star. Oh, reality Don't TV. ever, because you know what? A lot of them, and I've uh, I've dated one or two. They really do get caught up in what the world thinks of them. It's part of their job. It's a thing, and they ultimately become the person that they think people want to see. And you never truly get to experience them as like a whole. You know what I mean? Like. Maybe if you're a friend, like being friends with a celebrity is very different because you do get that vulnerable side to them. Like, you know, I talk so, I kiki with Kyle Richards, like we're two sisters and we just, you yeah. know, we tell each other everything and we, she won't judge me and I won't judge her. Like, and we know that. But sometimes dating a celebrity, you just never know who the person really is. Mm -hmm. Drake, if you're listening, I, I don't need to know. <laughs> <sighs> you give me that burger collection, I don't Ooh. need to know one real thing about you. <laughs> I don't need to know a damn thing. Okay, who's the person you'd be like, all right, I don't need to know anything about you. I'll take you as you are. <sighs> For me right now, I'm really in a, in a big Drake Drake era. She's it's, in a huge it's, Drake it's, face. Yeah, it's like, Good I'm under right now, yeah. Good for you. Okay, so this isn't my overall person, but I just want to mention this to you. Remember I texted you last week? I'm in my Jamie Foxx well, era. Well, that's what I was going to say. When you said, I'm looking around, like, is she talking about Jamie Foxx by me? I'm like, that's funny because yesterday, technically, I, I would let, I would oh, no, let I, Jamie Foxx, what'd you say? What did I say? I would say, I would let Jamie Foxx do anything he wanted. <laughs> Jamie Foxx is low-key one of the hottest celebrities, but also one of the most talented. 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 And for some reason, people haven't picked up on it. As they should. Like, yeah, he, but it's a curse of an Oscar. It's the curse of the Oscar. I feel like once you get nominated, it's almost like your curse for the rest of your career. That's how I feel about Leo once he won. Leo was at his peak. He won that Oscar. By Look the at way, him. dumping Camilla Marone after watching Daisy Jones and the Six, dumbest thing he ever did. I you can't get I over know. it. I can't get over it. I don't know. I don't, don't know. Think so? I think she needs to live and no, date it, other men. Oh, it's, it's genius for her. It's for him, for he her. fumbled the bag. I fumbled the bag, but then the Hadid bag was ra so random to me. Yeah. Like, it was like you went, I don't know, it was random. It didn't seem right. It didn't feel right. I wasn't into it. Like, I, you know what I mean? You know yeah. when people say, like, PR relationships and they, like, talk about it on Twitter, but they never know what they're talking about? The Gigi Leo one, I can't explain what the PR, it felt PR, it felt orchestrated. orchestrated. But, you know, a lot of times those things are orchestrated and the 
celebrities don't even realize it. Mm -hmm. Right. You know what I mean? Like, they walk out of a place together, or they walk out of the same place on the same night, four hours apart from one another, and people will, you know, say, oh, spotted, leaving the same restaurant, and that person didn't even have a conversation. Then all of a sudden, it's like, LOL, did you see the photo of us that people think we're dating? And then the girl's like, oh, my God, so funny. Maybe we should go on a date sometimes. And the guy's like, yeah, bro, let's do it. And then all of a sudden it becomes a thing because as much as celebrities tell you they like their privacy. They're celebrity. Then please don't go to Ebaldi and walk out the front door. Don't go to Craig's on Thursday nights between 6 and 9 because you know the paparazzi are there. It's part of their job, and they almost want you to see it. Well, right. Relevance is their currency. Yes. The way that I feel about PR relationships is the way that I feel about Ozempic. Way more on it than you think, but (laughs) the people that you think are on it aren't necessarily. (laughs) (laughs) But PR relationships back in the cut were so good because people used to like really get into them. And there's a PR relationship. I'm not going to say who it is. But there was a PR relationship back in the cut where this guy needed to be rehabilitated and this woman needed a little bit more press. She was very wholesome. And then they put them together, is what I heard from somebody who worked on the account. And it was only supposed to run until the movie ended. And then all of a sudden, you know, they got married and had a baby and then it got too far and then they stayed in it and they, you know, it like it gets a little fuzzy. But then you also have situations where, you know, couples are about to break up, but this one has a movie coming out so we can't break up until after. Like there's a lot of those that I'm just going to stick it out until you get to the end of this press tour and then we're going to have to break up. Oh, wait, you're operating with a totally different set of rules than people not in the public spotlight. Of course. <laughs> Let's talk about something near and dear to our hearts, our furry companions. Life is full of unexpected twists, just like the ones we love to uncover about our favorite celebs. But sometimes those twists involve our four-legged friends. Imagine navigating the unpredictable world of pet parenthood, where every day is a new adventure. Our partner, Spot Pet Insurance, wants to share a message to help make sure you're prepared for any unexpected curveballs, whether it's a sudden illness or an unplanned trip to the vet. Spot Pet Insurance can be your secret weapon against the unexpected. With Spot, you can get up to 90% cash back on eligible vet bills, helping you with those surprising expenses that seem to pop up when you least expect them. But wait, there's more. Spot pet insurance plans go beyond just offering coverage for accidents and illnesses. You can enhance your plan with their preventive care benefit, ensuring that routine wellness, vaccines, and more can be covered too. Head over to spotpet.com today to get a quote instantly. Trust us, it's the easiest thing you'll do to help secure the well-being of your dog or cat. Visit www.spotpet.com today. Paid ad from Spot Pet Insurance. Waiting periods, annual deductible, coinsurance, benefit limits, and exclusions may apply. For all terms, visit spotpetins.com slash sample hyphen policy. Insurance plans are underwritten by either Independence American Insurance Company or United States Fire Insurance Company and produced by Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. Okay, so imagine these softest sheets you've ever felt, and now imagine them getting even softer with every wash. Told you guys about this company before, but I'm going to tell you again. And I'm honestly not going to stop telling you because they are the best sheets on the market. In a recent customer survey, 96% said that Bowen brand sheets get softer with every wash, which I didn't take that survey. But if I did, I would have been in the 96% because I am telling you, it's like you've tried them at first and you can't believe that they could get softer. And then they just 
continually do. A lot of things I like about this company, first of all, they're made with the rarest 100% organic cotton and are completely free from toxins. Second of all, they're buttery soft, but also breathable. So they kind of work in any season. They have over 11,000 reviews, 30 night worry-free guarantee. So you can wash style and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back. Their signature sheets come in 13 versatile colors in all sizes. So from twin up to California King, I have them in the color stone. I have the color mineral. I have waffle blanket. Like I got a lot of things from this company and everything is just quality. I so badly need you to try them so that you can understand what I mean. I'm telling you, I've gotten these as gifts for so many people and everyone I know is hooked. Sleep better at night with the softest sheets from Bull & Branch. Get 15% off your first order when you use promo code CBC at BullandBranch.com. That's Bull & Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D, branch.com, promo code is CBC. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Which, by the way, talking about the restaurant thing, it does feel like a seamless transition to what I wanted to mention, the story about Selena Gomez and Zayn Malik apparently being seen out on a date Friday night in the city. An eyewitness told Entertainment Tonight, quote, Selena and Zayn went out in Soho in New York City last night around 10.30 p.m. They walked in holding hands and were kissing. Most restaurant staff and restaurant goers didn't notice them. It seemed like they were comfortable together and it was clear that it was a date. This comes a few weeks after he followed Selena on Instagram. Keep in mind, he only follows 18 accounts. Mm. her being one of them. Uh, this is also post-Drew Taggart from Chainsmokers. Mm. What are you thinking about that? I think Selena Gomez should be able to date whoever she wants. Yep. And I think that she's a young woman. She's beautiful. She's on top of her game. However, I personally would not date anybody with a sister. Like, <laughs> like and I say, are like, our close <laughs> friends on TikTok. Like, I'm just like... Damn, I'm I'm still in this mess with Haley Bieber and all her friends. I can't get in this thing with Gigi Hadid and her friends too. And those friends collide at some point. Like, can I just meet a accountant? Well, that's why that's why the chain smoker was so good. Who's his elite? He's just the chain smoker. He's just happy yeah, to be he's there. Just, he's, he's just, just a, in Vegas. He, yeah. yeah, he's just a chain smoker <laughs> doing his thing. But you know, I feel like they're both deep and broody. They've both been through things that have been life-changing. I feel like they're both constantly working on themselves. And I think she deserves to have a little bit of happiness. But I just don't understand why celebrities just can't date normal people. Because you told the normal people not to date the celebrities. <laughs> but I didn't tell them that last weekend. I just told them that today. No, it's... <laughs> It's true. I agree. I would love, uh, yes, fully support whoever she wants. But in my dream world, it would be, it would not be Zayn. Who would you? For her? Yeah. Zachary Levi. You think? I think Zachary Levi understands the business enough and has also been through his own traumatic situations and have has talked about coming out of the other side. And he's sweet and well-respected and he seems just the right amount of corny that you need, like a, the right amount of dorky. And I don't mean corny in a bad way because right. I like a corny man. Mm-hmm. I got one. Drake is a little corny to me. Oh. But in the best way. In the best way. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's the kind of, I, I'm talking about that. I don't need somebody who has to put on a front all the time. I just think she and Zachary Levi, for some odd reason, would be good together. I, when I envision her, I think someone a little bit older would probably be my ideal. We're going to need to find a real Hadid ex for her because it wasn't the weekend. It wasn't Zayn. <laughs> it wasn't Zayn. <laughs> but you never know. Those two might work. I don't think so. I think it's a short-lived. I think it's a short-lived I think thing. we'll see it last a little bit longer. Like, I think we'll get a couple of months out of this one. I do. I want a I... photo. Uh, He's also super private. Super, super private. private. He's super private. 
And also, like, would be a good thing for him to rehabilitate his image because, you know, there's been some things out there about him. I don't know if they're true or false, but, you know, some good PR with one of the biggest actresses in the world right now. I mean, I would say that Selena Gomez is probably universally one of the most adored celebrities. I mean, aside from being the most followed woman on Instagram, generally speaking, people are obsessed with her. It's a good look for him. It's a good look for him. They've also made her America's victim, and I don't think she wants to be America's victim. Like, I don't feel bad for her at all. She looks like she's living her her best damn life. She's hanging out with the friends that she wants to hang out with. I think she got over that heartbreak years ago. Like, I'm not feeling bad for her at all. Except for when they all ask us go in the comments and bring her in here. Well... That's a that's a whole that's a whole separate conversation. We unfortunately do not have time to fully get into that because the the Haley and Selena of it all is. But I'm happy that they said what they so, said recently. Yes, happy. All I want for both of them is just for everyone to stop. If you take a minute to really go through some of the social media, it's terrifying the way that people have personalized this issue. Terrifying. <laughs> We all get bogged down with the mundane tasks of life, especially this time of year. But isn't it time you take a break from your normal, boring routine? Don't just sit on the sidelines and watch life go by. Get in the game with the bold tropical lime flavor of Mountain Dew Baja Blast. You can be having a blast anywhere. Having a blast at work, having a blast in traffic, having a blast while you file your taxes. No, really, we mean it when we say anywhere. With Baja Blast now in stores everywhere, you can be having a blast whenever and wherever you are all year long. So what are you waiting for? Pick up an ice-cold Baja Blast today at a store near you. And for a limited time, with every purchase of Baja Blast in stores and at participating Taco Bell locations, you can collect coins for a chance to get Baja gear or a Taco Bell deal. This swag is available for a limited time only, so don't wait. Grab a Baja Blast and start having a blast right away. No purchase necessary, open to U.S. residents 18 or older, subject to official rules at BajaBlast.com. Ends June 15, 2024, void where prohibited. Okay, so if you've been listening to the podcast for a while now, there are two things you probably know about me. The first is that I am a diehard OG Skims fan. Like there have literally been times where we've had to pause a recording because a certain product dropped that I needed to buy. And second of all, you know, historically, I kind of just never wear a bra. So what we're talking about here is kind of merging those two things because listen, I'm gonna be honest with you, I'm never gonna be a daily bra wear. It's just not in the cars for me, never has been, never will be. However, There's recently been more events and I've kind of had a lot of weddings and just there are some times you got to wear a bra. And when I tell you, Skims is changing the game for me because that same comfort that I talk about with the underwear or the loungewear, they did that with the bras. And recently in the past month, I've worn the Fits Everybody t-shirt bra and the no-show balconette bra. I had to wear that one to a wedding under a dress. And like, it was the first time in my life where number one, I wasn't miserable. And second of all, I didn't come home and just like immediately want to take it off, which I'm telling you, it was a foreign concept for me. They're just so comfortable. It's like, I really felt like I was wearing nothing. I'm I'm such a fan of everything that they make. So I guess it makes total sense that I love the bras, but like, I'm telling you, you will have the same experience. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A through 46H. Plus get free shipping on orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. Definitely do that. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. There's a lot going on. There is no person better for us to have here with you. We are just so grateful. Let's keep on talking. We, I got I, time. Do, do, we, do we? Yes, I got oh. time. 
Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. I, here I am. I, don't oh, get to I didn't here. know it was Christmas morning. Uh, no, let's do this. Oh, okay. Here I am operating on what I thought was our timetable. All right, you guys, we got a few more minutes in yeah, us. Let's do it. So you want to talk about Gwyneth? Let's talk about <laughs> Gwyneth. By the way, my publicist is sweating her ass off. Tony, there's a blotter in there. You can go ahead and wipe you. She's like, I can't believe we're talking about all this. Tony, you're going to be okay with it. <laughs> you're dressed like you're ready to make a guest appearance in this trial. Uh, you got this turtleneck on. You are so ready. You are you are headed there right after this. Y'all, when she said, I lost a half a day of skiing. Took me The out. white lady that lives inside of me named Cece <laughs> felt that shit. It felt that shit. And by the way, let me tell you something. I, For y'all who don't know, Cece is this white lady who lives inside of me. And she knows what it feels like to schlep up skis for not only you, but your husband your two kids, those ski passes are $1.95 a piece, and you couldn't get the half day because your goddamn kid wanted to get there up there at 11, so you had to f- pay for the full day. It's a schlep to get everybody up there. It is so schlep. when she said that, I heard half of the Upper East Side be like, ooh, we feel you. We feel you. Gwyneth, we're here with you. Where is Nancy Grace when we need her? I don't know if you guys have been witnessing, but this trial visually is one of the wildest things I think I have ever, ever witnessed. But how pissed would you be if you are the guy who's suing Gwyneth Paltrow and you realize that your lawyer is a fan? A stan, not a A fan. She is reveling in the fact that she's getting an opportunity to have uninterrupted discourse with... Gwyneth Paltrow. It's unbelievable. (laughs) She's going to be on SNL. Like She literally is going to be on SNL in about a week or two. For anyone confused, this is a civil trial for a 2016 ski accident. There's some discrepancy about who bumped into who. Of course, Gwyneth is claiming he bumped into her. The guy, Terry Sanderson, a 76-year-old retired optometrist, is claiming that Gwyneth crashed into him. He initially was seeking, you know, $3.1 million. He's now lowered it to $300,000. She countersued for $1 and attorney's fees, claiming that, again, he caused the crash. So to have that information, which already just feels like a fever dream, and then to watch Gwyneth up on that trial being fangirled over is something. No, no. And she is... And for everyone keeps on asking me, the first question I get about this in my DMs is, why is she doing this? Why didn't she settle? And I agree. Like three hundred thousand dollars, the guy probably would have taken a buck fifty, because let's be real, the PJ to get there every day is probably going to cost you three hundred grand exactly. alone, and the attorney's fees, an extra three hundred grand. So you're here six hundred thousand plus fifty grand because you're wearing some nice shit at, I was at about trial. To say. Yeah, you might be getting that hair and makeup. You know, she getting that no makeup makeup mm-hmm. and hair done. So another, the, yeah, yeah, six seventy five. Let's say six seventy five. <laughs> But I think the point she's trying to prove is that just because I'm wealthy and you think I don't have time to do this, I'm going to do it to prove the point that you just can't do it. And I don't know who's guilty or who's not guilty, but I am loving this court TV. When she left that courthouse and put that notebook in front of her face, after being on camera for four straight hours, I was like, this is it. You will never get anything better on television than this right here. And you know what, though? This is light and airy. This is like, you know, um, summer house of court trial. Right. This is good TV. <laughs> okay? No, this is the, the equating of summer house to go to the outdoor ski trials. <laughs> this is like winter house I know you like 2. that analogy 5. as well. Oh, my God. And I... This is what I hate about 
people because I think there's like a group of women in Hollywood that people love to hate. Gwyneth Paltrow is one of them. People love to hate her for some odd reason. Anne Hathaway is also one of those people. It's a curse of the Oscar. Women, people just love to hate her because they think she's like, you know, high sedity and bougie. But the fact of the matter is, Gwyneth is bougie. Fianzo. She invented, she capitalized on bougie. She, capitalized she monetized bougie. bougie. She invented bougie. Yeah. But also, huge redemption arc. Huge redemption arc for Anne Hathaway. We yes. have all come around. We have all ap- yes. apologized. We've all said, we've all we, seen that we video. We were wrong. We saw her dancing and we said, you know what? We were so fucking wrong. We were we wrong. Apolog- and Gwyneth, we were wrong. You know what? You are who you are to your core. And there was something about Gwyneth Paltrow that took on this trial and she said, I may be suing for a dollar. I may have to spend more than I'm ever going to make than I would ever have to pay. But you know what? They're going to fucking love it. They're going to eat this shit up. And she knew it. She knew it. Okay? When she showed up with those Andrew Cunanan glasses, I was like, you know what? You you get it. <laughs> but I have never slept on Gwyneth. And I never. loved Anne even when everyone else hated her because I know people would come around and this would be like, this. that's why I love Anne so much. You know what I mean? And same with Gwyneth. Our under, it's funny because our, I think, understanding of Gwyneth as a celebrity really intensified when we started the account and we saw that she was so willing to comment on these memes of herself. She was so willing to yes. engage in a super self-deprecating way, which we always said in the beginning when we would be interviewed, like, who would you say the comments um, have uh, reversed their image the most? And we always say it's the best thing for Gwyneth Paltrow. For years we said that because she's so willing to play into the character of herself. She is my favorite interview I've had in six We've years. Had some good ones. Mm-hmm. After Oprah, she is top three. I actually wanted to ask you, and this is like a, a beautiful way to wrap up here. In your time at E! News, who was the person that walked through the door where you're like, holy shit? Um, oh, seeing Oprah was, bar none, one of those things where like, it's like, coming face to face with a whale while you're scuba diving. Like, it's never gonna happen again. No one's ever gonna believe it happened, except it's on TV and everyone knows that she sang me happy birthday. When I met Oprah, it was the day before my 30th birthday. They had given me Oprah the day before. And I said, oh, I would love to do it. And they were like, okay, she might not talk, but just go, it's like a whole thing. So I went to the red carpet. The publicist said to me, only two questions, which basically means you have two minutes with the person. And I didn't care. They could have said two words. And I I would have been extremely happy. Oprah comes up. Of course, the first question I ask her is about the show, because that's a polite thing to do when you're on a red carpet. And the second thing I asked her, I don't even know, because I blacked out. Yeah. And she so graciously answered it. And she walked away, and I said to the camera, wow, I'm turning 30 tomorrow. I cannot believe this is how I ended my 20s. She beelines back, and she goes, did I just hear it is your 30th birthday? And I said, yes, ma'am. She literally puts her hands on my chest, and she's like, she goes, wow, it only get started in your 30s. She goes, your 20s, don't even think about it. It just doesn't really get started till your 30s. And then proceeds to have a four-minute conversation with me about what my 30s were going to be like. 
And I'm thinking to myself, her publicist is standing there like, we need to wrap this up. And she is just giving me, she's preaching to my ass, wanting me to have the best 30th ever. And all I could think about was, oh my God, this is never going to happen to me again. I'm never going to get this moment ever again in my life. And after I looked over at Jerry, who is my cameraman, who's been at E since the doors opened, 27 years. And Jerry looks at me and said, wow, that was a first. And probably a last. And we were all like, oh my God, we cannot wait to see this footage. And it is, if you, you can Google it, it's on YouTube. My face is beat for the gods. I'm really sorry. <laughs> Somebody beat my face up like it was crazy. But it's probably one of the greatest moments of my career. And I will always be thankful for my position in life for giving me that. Because, you know, I grew up watching Oprah. Oh you know, everyone talks about being anointed by Oprah, being touched by Oprah. But I got fond of Yeah, you were like, really she touched, touched. She's, she touched these bamboos <laughs> a few times, and I'm so happy I was working out. I still have the sweater. It's not going anywhere. I'm actually going to get it framed. And it's it's one of those things that you guys like, I mean, your first, who was the celebrity who you were like, oh my God, they commented? Well, it was when we had Katie Kirk in here is the only thing I could equate even remotely to what you're yeah. experiencing. You guys had Katie Kirk. I need to focus on that moment for a second. Wow. First of all, thank you for that visual because I feel like I was standing next to you and that happened. But that is remarkable. The thing about you, though, and I think people know this, but for us, we're so lucky to know you personally. You are single-handedly the most deserving person to have a moment like that, to have an experience Mm -hmm. like that. It's true, though, Justin. Like, it's not a coincidence that Oprah heard that and then wanted to make time in her very limited time she had to make you feel that way because that's how you make people feel. It's true. Stop it. You're just That's, wow. What a moment. Stop it. Wow. You know, it's funny. It's really weird. I need to learn how to take a compliment. Yeah. It's the hardest thing for me to take. It's, it's like literally the hardest thing for me. And it's this weird survival mechanism that I have that like, you know, as a kid, I really didn't, I didn't hear a lot of affirmation. You know, I, I, I was raised by a single mom who worked a lot, who didn't really have a lot of time to affirm. She only had time to discipline. And when I was younger, I mean, I moved out of my house at 15. Like, I had to figure it out on my own. And I think because I was so afraid to ever stop working and hustling that anytime somebody was like, you can really chill, You're, you've made it. I'm like, no, 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 no. I can't think that way because I don't have, you know, safety net or anything But at 36, I can't believe I'm saying my real age. (laughs) At 36, I really think it's time for me to be able to take a compliment because it's one of the hardest things in my life because I just never want myself to ever believe that I've made it. But I think the two can coexist. Mm -hmm. You know, you can take the compliment and and recognize the greatness that you're bringing and also see how much you have in front of you. You know how? I appreciate that. I really do appreciate it. And honestly, as the people giving you the compliment, it is so fun to really see you take it in because that's all I I want for you. No, thank you. And you bitches are so kind to me. Like, oh, I still have those yellow roses at my house. (laughs) I will never throw those away. Like, you guys are so great. I'm so impressed by how young and how bossy you all three of you are. (laughs) It is so wild. And the glow up. 
<laughs> is insane. I'm so I was waiting over for you him guys. to see your nails, Julie. But hold on. Julie went ahead and graduated from not only getting a manicure, but she got the porn star almond nails, <laughs> like the clickety clacks. Oh, yep. yep. Julie, what's his name? <laughs> that's that's the issue. Yeah, that's the issue. You tell me. We're working on that. We're working I'm on loving it. this, though. Uh, I really am loving this. I'm loving how much you're loving it. I, really I want to do a podcast. I always tell people I want, my podcast is going to be me just going to therapy because my poor Sue, who I see once a year and we have this like radical, <laughs> everyone should do this. Right before the end of the year, I always go to the same lady and we do like a three day special where like she just reads me to fil for filth for three days and helps me figure shit out. But I want to start doing it on like a weekly basis and just talking with my therapist about things that like I think all young people go through but you guys should too try it we're all young women like trying to figure it out in the world uh, that is exactly what we True. are I would, by the way I would listen in our in our it's so crazy era. how old are you 26 26 28 oh, oh, I want you to do this fun thing oh somebody told me this literally when I was like growing up at 26 and 28 write yourself like write the things that are the most important to you right now and the things you want to accomplish in life and then reopen that letter or those journal entries at 33. But before you do it, write what's now important right. in your life and the things that you want to accomplish going forward. And it's so wild. The things you can't even fathom are possible mm -hmm. because the thoughts I had about myself at 25, when I opened it at 30, I had already reached that plus some. How incredible. Like, hosting a daytime talk show was not in the plan. I couldn't even see it at that point. Yeah. Right. I was going to be producing reality TV. And how cool to have a tangible representation of where you were at at that time. It's true. It's incredible. We should, yeah. And we just a reminder to really look past what you think is possible. And in the words of Oprah, we have a lot of years to look forward to, I guess. The next, the next 10 are going to be better than the last. Let me tell you something. My 20s were, I thought at the time, were the Bob. But I'm telling you, in my 30s, you're more confident. You know who you are. The things that upset you and throw you for a loop in your 20s don't even stand a chance in your 30s. And ladies, I'm telling you this right now, sex in your 30s is just some other shit. Oh. From your mouth to God's It's ears. about you. It's about, like, I'm telling you right now, Tony's like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's... The tw your 20s are for learning. Your 30s are for putting into place what your 20s taught you. And I'm hoping, because I hear your 40s are just about enjoying all the work you've done. But I'm telling you right now, bitch, you're going to get to 33 and there's going to be a switch. I'm so looking forward to that. I really am because I see as the 20s progress, caring less and less about the things that I thought were so important. Mm -hmm. And it's a very liberating feeling. And I really am looking forward to that continuing. Yeah. And don't waste a year when you're 29 being like, but I'm going to be 30 and I'm this and I'm that and da, 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 da. I see so many people who waste that year worrying about when they get to their 30s. And in the minute they get there, it's so much greater. It's honestly... It's a party here in your 30s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I'm not rushing it, but I, I'm, I'll be excited to be there, I think. It's an, um, and by the way, and, and I'm going to say this too, and I'm sorry for everybody out there who I offend. My friends who got married in their 20s, it was fun. And it made, I was like, oh, this is fun. And I wish I could do that. I wish that worked for me. And it doesn't honestly work for everybody. 
But the relationships I had in my 30s, I feel like I wouldn't have been able to have in my 20s because I had a thought of what life was supposed to be mm -hmm. and what a marriage was supposed to be like that I just would have threw everything I thought out the window to make someone else happy. And now in my 30s, I'm like, this is what I need in this relationship. And that's going to come first. And then we're going to figure out what you need. Yes. Like, yes. but that's something that you figure out in your 30s. Because I feel like the ladies who are stuck in their 20s relationships are all still with that old model. Well, I just think there's something super empowering about realizing that prioritizing yourself isn't selfish. It's just necessary. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people do that. I think a lot of people get afraid to tell their partners that they've changed and that their priorities changed. And that's how the, the struggle becomes a thing. I don't think you ever really regret saying how you feel because either outcome, either they couldn't handle, then you know that now, or it got better. Yeah. Uh, Very, what a, what a, uh, Empowering way to end. I right? love that. Yes, you guys. Bitch, heard the 30s it. are where it's at, y'all. I'm looking forward to it. I always say aging is a privilege. Everybody tweet. If you're over 30 years old, I want you in the comments to tell me what got better in your 30s. Yes. Yes. Like, what part of your life got better in your 30s that you wish you would have known in your 20s? Yes. I, I look forward to reading those. Everybody's going to say the same. <laughs> Well, that I'm looking forward to. Justin, we love you. We adore you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for taking us through this crazy week of pop culture. Anytime. And I, you know, I just love being with you guys. You I'm so impressed you. with you guys every time I see you. Just... They bought me dinner in L.A. <laughs> yeah. And that, I'm telling y'all, that Amex was heavy. <laughs> <laughs> Do not miss E! News Monday through Thursdays at 11 p.m. Justin Sylvester, thank you. Love you. So I'm a big fan of transparency across all aspects of life. Like generally speaking, there's pretty much nothing I wouldn't rather be told straight up. But specifically when I'm buying something or paying for a service, I just want to know what I'm getting myself into. And oftentimes there can be so much nonsense or so much yada yada. For example, sneaky terms hidden in the fine print of contracts or bills that randomly go up without properly alerting you or budget airlines with cheap fares, but then exorbitant fees to make up for it elsewhere. And we just should not need to be dealing with this type of yada yada in our lives. And yes, you could read every single word of every single contract, and that's one way of avoiding it. Or you can go with a trusted brand like Metro by T-Mobile that helps you to get ahead and not pull you back. That's right. You don't take yada yada from life, so don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada which honestly gives so much peace of mind. Like you shouldn't have to compromise for an okay option with sacrifices when you really deserve that full transparency. Stop by one of over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide.